Welcome to China in Focus. I'm Tiffany Meyer. Our top story, how far is President Biden willing to go to reach young voters? Far enough to join TikTok despite his approval of a limited ban on the Chinese-owned app over security fears. Two great quarterbacks, hard to decide. A gripping tale of ongoing tensions between Taiwan and China unfolding on the big screen. A film about Taiwan's battle-scarred frontline islands nominated for an Oscar. Argentine soccer star Lionel Messi entangled in a round of cancellations from China. It all stems from his no-show at a friendly match in Hong Kong. And the CEO of a major Chinese investment company found dead. Local media says he took his own life due to the plunging Chinese stock market. President Biden's first video on TikTok is up. The Biden campaign published the post Sunday night, writing on the heat of the Super Bowl to reach young voters, a key part of the Democratic Party base. This comes after he approved banning TikTok on federal government-owned devices in 2022 over concerns about protecting sensitive government data. Biden's aide said he wouldn't personally join the platform. His campaign would maintain the account. Niners. Two great quarterbacks, hard to decide. But if I didn't say I was for the Eagles, then I'd be sleeping alone. My wife's a Philly girl. Game or commercials? Game. Game or halftime show? Game. Jason Kelsey or Travis Kelsey? Mama Kelsey. I understand she makes great chocolate chip cookies. The controversial app is in the hot seat. It's owned by Chinese company ByteDance, and lawmakers on both sides are trying to kick it out of the country. A report from CBS's video shared on the Chinese versions of TikTok help Chinese immigrants illegally enter the U.S. Videos on the platform have detailed instructions on how to find a gap in the border wall. Illegal Chinese immigrants are now one of the fastest growing groups crossing the border. Over 20,000 have already come through the border this year as of February. That's on top of the 24,000 that entered the country illegally last year. It's a 1,000% spike compared to 2023. TikTok said human smuggling is banned on its platform. Congressman Mike Gallagher, chairman of the House Select China Committee, slammed TikTok for the surge in Chinese illegal Chinese crossings. He called it further evidence that TikTok must be banned or sold to an American company, adding that President Biden must reverse his open border policies. Beyond Gallagher, calls to ban TikTok are on the rise. That's out of concerns that China could shape what Americans see on the app and that Americans' data could end up in Beijing's hands. Under Chinese law, companies have to hand over user data to Chinese authorities when they ask for it. TikTok denies the allegation. The app is now banned on government devices in over 30 states. That effort to ban TikTok has run into roadblocks. The app is massively popular here, with a survey showing over 60% of American teens use the app. GOP frontrunner and former President Donald Trump does not have an account on TikTok. For more discussion on the Biden White House move to join the controversial social media app, we sat down with Casey Fleming, CEO of intelligence and security strategy firm Black Ops Partners. The Biden administration has decided to join TikTok. Now, this is about a year after the Biden administration demanded that federal agencies remove the app from federal government devices. Now, given that TikTok's parent company, ByteDance, is Chinese, 
What national security concerns does this raise for you? Extreme national security concerns. Remember, ByteDance is owned by the Chinese Communist Party. When you speak about China, you're speaking about the Chinese Communist Party, always. Uh, in a word, this is shocking that a presidential platform, a presidential campaign is going to be on a weaponized platform by our enemy. On the note of weaponized, give us a sense of how that will play out in terms of this upcoming election. That they, you, you basically focus on all the positives of your candidate and all the negatives of your other candidate. And you focus on those as truth, having that free flow information to TikTok. Now, mind you, China, the CCP does not allow us to have social media in China to manipulate their people. So why do we allow it in the United States? Why do you think the Biden administration has basically done this about face, gone from trying to ban TikTok to now being on it? Well, it's one thing to compete for a presidency on your own merit and on typical media platforms and the race that we've known in the past, going to a, a weaponized social media platform that you already banned through all government agencies speaks volumes. And this is on your watch. And when I'm speaking to the audience, this is on your watch to take action. And um, it's, it's time to stop listening to the rhetoric from the left, the right, the red, the blue. Start listening to yourself, listen to your gut and listen to your family. And now, given the rise that we're seeing in AI, generative AI, both statements and videos coming from would-be candidates, how do concerned citizens deal with this, especially given that this is a presidential election year? AI is only going to get worse. I've always said there's two sides to all technology, the side that what's intended for, and then there's the dark side that can be used and manipulated by, by the nefarious side for their ill gains. So you're gonna have to really figure out where you get your news from. 2024 is gonna be a, a pivotal year that we've never seen before. Absolutely loaded with information technology uh, that is weaponized. Casey Fleming, thank you so much for your time. Thanks for having me. A stream of balloons is drifting toward Taiwan coming from mainland China. Taiwan's defense ministry reported that eight Chinese balloons crossed the Taiwan Strait within 24 hours as of Sunday morning, with six of them floating over Taiwan proper. It's the second day in a row Taiwan has tracked an uptick in Chinese activity, and it sets a new record for Beijing's balloon incursions. In just over two months, more than 80 Chinese balloons either flew over the island or entered its airspace. Beijing says they're weather balloons. Taiwan says they're part of the Chinese Communist Party's cognitive warfare effort and intended to hurt the morale of Taiwanese people. The spike comes after a Chinese balloon made headlines in the U.S. last year. It flew across the country and lingered over several military bases. Its trip ended with a White House order to shoot it down. Beijing claimed the aircraft was a weather balloon. Is China sending signals to intimidate Taiwan? For the first time ever, China's state television broadcaster featured performance from soldiers on active duty. They sung about their ambition to win battles. The performance also included scenes of soldiers landing on the beach and displayed new weapons. 
Frank Shea is a business professor at the University of South Carolina, Aiken. He says Beijing is using the performance to flex its muscles in front of the U.S. and hint its ambitions for Taiwan and the South China Sea. Beijing sees Taiwan as part of China, despite never having ruled it. The two are geographically separated by the Taiwan Strait. A new film is spotlighting tensions over Taiwan, and it's now in the running for this year's Oscar Awards. Kim and had been the front line for Taiwan during the Chinese Civil War. But it was still a shock to see that China is literally right there. casually reminded me that I should have a plan if China invades. The documentary is called Island in Between. It tells the story of Kinmen, a group of Taiwanese islands right off China's coast. It was the site of violent battles in the 1950s as Beijing launched waves of attacks. Director S. Liu Chang hopes the attention the film is getting will help explain tensions over Taiwan to a broader audience. The Academy Awards ceremony is scheduled for March 10th. I think people are more interested in Taiwan than ever, at least than in a long, long time. So we're definitely taking advantage of, of that interest. Switching gears now to sports, two friendly soccer matches featuring Argentine star Lionel Messi have been canceled in China. This after his no-show during a game in Hong Kong prompted outrage from authorities. Let's dive in. Two major Chinese cities are turning away from hosting Lionel Messi. By the end of last week, sporting authorities in Beijing and Hangzhou have canceled two upcoming soccer matches featuring Messi and his team. The Beijing Football Association said it will not host any match with Messi participating, be it the Argentina national team or Inter Miami. This round of cancellation came after a friendly match in Hong Kong, in which the Argentine soccer star set out his pitch due to a reported injury. But public uproar began to intensify days later, when Messi hit the field during another game in Japan, seemingly with no injuries in sight. China's stay-back tabloid, The Global Times, asserted Messi's no-show as politically motivated, added that the impact has, quote, far extended the realm of sport. Another point of controversy, this footage shows Messi walked past Hong Kong's chief executive, John Lee, without shaking his hand. Worth noting, Li is well known for his pro-China stance. He was sanctioned by the U.S. Treasury Department in 2020 over his role in the clampdown of pro-democracy activists in Hong Kong. The CEO of a major Chinese investment company dubbed China stock guru has been found dead. Local media say he took his own life. Cao Xing, also known as Arthur Cao, jumped out of a building and died on January 31st. Chinese media are now reporting that he committed suicide. Cao was only 34 years old and served as the CEO of Zhongrong International, an investment company focusing on energy and AI technology. His death is sending shockwaves through China's investment community. That's amid speculation that he made the choice due to the significant drop in the Chinese stock market. According to the Financial Times, the benchmark MSCI China stock index is down more than 60 percent in the past three years, resulting in a loss of roughly $2 trillion in market value. 
A fourth-term lawmaker and chair of a panel that helps the U.S. compete with China saying he won't run for re-election. Mike Gallagher led the Congressional Select Committee on the Chinese Communist Party. The decision comes four days after he was one of only four House Republicans to vote against impeaching Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. The congressman had said that impeachment would set a dangerous new precedent that would be used against future Republican administrations. Gallagher has served in the House since 2017 and is a former Marine Corps intelligence officer. Gallagher wrote in a Saturday statement, quote, Electoral politics was never supposed to be a career, and trust me, Congress is no place to grow old. He also noted that the authors of the Constitution had not intended elective office to be a lifetime position. His current term ends in January 2025. Next, we'd like to take a moment to share some of your comments about our show. A viewer by the name of PowerShift shared a holiday message writing, Happy Lunar New Year to all the Taiwanese, Hong Kongers, South Koreans, Vietnamese, Singaporeans, Malaysians, Filipinos, Indonesians, and others. And another Doogie Chen wished the China and Focus team a happy Lunar New Year. We celebrated the start of the Lunar New Year on Saturday. The entire China and Focus team extends our warmest wishes to all of our viewers for a prosperous new year. We also send our best wishes to the Chinese people who are suffering under the Chinese Communist regime and those who are courageously standing up to it. Don't forget to tell us what you think of today's show. Or if you have an idea for something you'd like to see us cover, send us an email at chinainfocus at ntd.com. Coming up, a leading AI group in the Middle East selling its Chinese stocks with plans to grow its business in the U.S. and its allies. We look at why. British rock band Coldplay getting blocked by censorship in mainland China. And so are these big names. Why is the Chinese Communist Party saying no to their concerts? And happy Lunar New Year. NTD visits New York City's largest Chinatown for great highlights and a celebration for the Year of the Dragon. Coming up, a leading AI group in the Middle East selling its Chinese stocks with plans to grow its business in the U.S. and its allies. We look at why. British rock band Coldplay getting blocked by censorship in mainland China. And so are these big names. Why is the Chinese Communist Party saying no to their concerts? And happy Lunar New Year. NTD visits New York City's largest Chinatown for great highlights and a celebration for the Year of the Dragon. Welcome back to China in Focus. I'm Tiffany Meyer. Shredding its ties with China and moving closer to the U.S., a major AI company in the United Arab Emirates called G42, announcing it has divested from all its investments in China. At the same time, the group's CEO says the company wants more cooperation with the U.S. and other American allies. Many believe the move seeks to ease Washington's concerns over its strong relations with China. G42 had been holding over $100 million worth of stake in Chinese developer ByteDance since last March. Now, those shares are gone for good. ByteDance is the parent company of social media app TikTok. A former ByteDance executive previously admitted the Chinese Communist Party can't access the company's data. U.S. lawmakers took note and some had asked the Commerce Department to consider trade restrictions on G42 due to its ties to China. G42 denied those concerns and said its key strategies has been to 
fully align with our U.S. partners and not to engage with Chinese companies since 2022. More about the leading Middle East tech firm, G42 is chaired by the National Security Advisor for the UAE. The Gulf state is a U.S. key partner in the region. Both China and the U.S. see the state as a major battleground for AI development. Members of British rock band Coldplay want to meet their fans in China, but the Chinese regime isn't giving the go-ahead. Lead singer Chris Martin says they can't get permission, but promised fans that the band would play there one day. Let's dive in. Coldplay has never played in mainland China. Lead singer Chris Martin has said the band can't get Beijing's permission, though there's no official explanation. Reports say the blockade is likely tied to politics. A track released by the band in the year 2000 titled Spies reads, I wake to see that no one is free. We're all fugitives. Look at the way we live down here. I cannot sleep from fear. China slapped a ban on the song due to what it called inflammatory political content, despite it not mentioning any specific region. Lead singer Martin brushed off the bad news with a joke, saying the song says free Tibet when played backwards. Worth noting, the Chinese communist regime forcefully took control of Tibet in the 1950s. Tibetan spiritual and political leader, the Dalai Lama, had to flee the region to avoid persecution. Coldplay isn't alone in getting kept out of China. Lady Gaga once took a picture with the Dalai Lama and has been on Beijing's blacklist ever since. Katy Perry was banned after waving a Taiwanese flag in 2015. And Maroon 5 was forced to cancel shows in Beijing and Shanghai in 2015 after a member wished the Dalai Lama a happy birthday on social media. That same year, Bon Jovi also got blocked out of China. Many said it was over a scene in its music video, We Weren't Born to Follow, which highlighted the 1989 Tiananmen Square pro-democracy protests. Next, a look into Apple's relationship with China. Could Beijing's growing economic struggles hit the tech giant sales? NTD's Sean Marshall zooms in on the numbers. Does Apple need China? At one time, China was just a small part of Apple's total sales. But in just 10 years, China went from being a tiny part of Apple's profits to becoming a huge one, accounting for almost 20% of the company's total sales. Ben, we've been in China for 30 years, and uh, I, am, I remain very optimistic about China over the long term. In the shorter term, analysts are increasingly worrying about sales of Apple's signature device in China whose economy is navigating the burst of a real estate bubble. Apple is challenged with China. I think consumer discretionary as a whole, it may be more challenging as, uh, you know, as consumers perhaps slow their spending. The iPhone also faces increasing competition in China and has fallen out of favor in government offices. Along with the absence of a foldable device in Apple's product line, which is a popular and fast-growing segment in China. A number of factors have led to a decline in Apple sales in China, with sales nosediving by 13% in the quarter ending in December 2023. China remains to be the world's largest smartphone market, and the potential for future growth in the region is still significant. Sean Marshall, NTD News. 
Happy Lunar New Year. NTD took part in New York City's parade in Flushing, Queens on Saturday. Here's a look at the highlights. If you like uplifting marching bands, dragon dances, and traditional costumes, then you'll love the 2024 Chinese Lunar New Year Parade. It's the year of the dragon, and I'm out here in Flushing, New York, where hundreds upon hundreds of people are lining the streets to celebrate, watching countless troops go by, including the Tianguo Marching Band, community organizations, and Falun Dafa, with its lotus boats, lion dancers, and banners. Those lion dances, they're said to bring happiness and good luck if it's a good performance. Lions symbolize power, wisdom, and superiority. So many people came out to show support, and it's really a fun atmosphere, and people are getting ready to see the floats, and there are a lot of community organizations coming out. These are some experienced dragon dance performers. You know, we've done the dragon since 2005. This is almost 20 years for me. Um, yeah, so because I practice Falun Dafa, I have great energy and uh, I keep doing the dragon every year. Going past now is Falun Gong, also known as Falun Dafa, showcasing traditional culture and the virtues of a spiritual tradition from the ancient past. Rich symbolism, smiling faces, and dignified garbs abound as these adherents live by the tenets of truthfulness, compassion, and forbearance. The dragon dance is said to bring good fortune to the local community. Here's a special message from the patrons. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year's. Wait for it. Papa. <laughs> Flushing is a multicultural neighborhood, and the Hispanic community has a great showing. People having a great time. You can see it in their faces. The Queen's Public Library came out to celebrate, too. And look at those baseball costumes. And NTD and Epic Times made a special appearance, and there are the anchors, reporters, and show hosts waving. There they go. How much fun they're having. That's all for today's China In Focus. I'm Tiffany Meyer. If you have any feedback on the show or have something you'd like to see us cover, send us an email at chinainfocusntd.com. We'd love to hear from you. Coming up on NTD, stay tuned for America's Hope with Kelly Wright. Tonight, Kelly Wright travels to the U.S.-Mexico border to hear from those facing border concerns firsthand. Locals say they're encountering illegal immigrants who pose a threat to their safety. That's tonight at 10 p.m. after China in Focus. Thanks for watching. See you tomorrow.